Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. My husband and I have traveled all around the world. We have been blessed to have been in 65 different countries, just recently adding another one or two. But in all of them, we have been faced with different customs, different cultures, and different religions. We have been to a Buddhist temple in Japan. We have been in a mosque in Egypt, and also again when we were in the country of Morocco. And wherever we have been, no matter what the religion, no matter what the custom was, we always honored that in the place where we were. But there's one thing we know for sure— that nowadays people are not allowing us to even honor our own religion if we are Christians. I know that the very thought of someone saying, hi, I'm a Christian, is like, oh boy, here they come. They're getting ready to slam their faith upon us. They're going to hit us over the head with a Bible. And instead, there are other things that they should be saying. When I use the word religion, what I really mean is religiosity, having a form of godliness, but not really being that. If people who were Christians indeed would act like Christ, if they would put Christ back into Christianity, maybe others wouldn't see it as so repulsive. Sometimes we even feel good about ourselves, about having said something or condemned others or tried to prove a point to others, and perhaps we were the winners in proving that, and yet that should make us want to repent in the way that we were not Christ-like in doing so. It reminds me of the Pharisee who stood in front of the sinner who was praying and asking God to please forgive him, and the Pharisee stood on the street corner, put his nose in the air, pointed downward at the poor sinner and said, thank God I'm not like one of them. What is truly sad today is to see those around us pointing to us who are Christians saying, thank God I'm not like one of them. Don Wilkerson talks about front sliding instead of backsliding. He says that backsliding is when people fall away from Jesus by turning to gross sins, but front sliding is in the other direction, turning away from Jesus and toward, quote, religion, unquote. Let's face it, being religious can be a lot more comfortable than being full of Christ's love and truly wanting to help others truly feeling led to even walk up to strangers and not just witness to them, comma, but to love on them and to help them. Isaiah 6 is a famous, glorious passage about Christ himself. It says, quote, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. That's in Isaiah 6, 
verse 1. And growing up when I heard this one time, all I remember is having a vision of the Lord where he was in a far distant land and he was high up on a mountain and his robe went all the way down into the valley and we had to refer to him as thou and thee and thine. And yet what does our high holy God have to say about us lowly sinful people? He says, I dwell in the high and holy place and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. So you see, our Father is holy and majestic, and He is high and to be lifted up and mighty, but He abases Himself to dwell within the hearts of the humble, sin-stained person. David was a man who was called a man after God's own heart. And yet we know he was a sinner. He had been an adulterer. He had been a murderer. He had even stolen the wife of one of his fine friends who had been one of the chiefs in his army. And yet he is the only one who called God Abba. That means daddy having a personal one-on-one close relationship with him, knowing what it is like to have an earthly father who not only disciplines us for our own good, but also loves us unconditionally, even when we are bad, even when we do sin. And I was blessed to have a daddy like that. Perhaps that is why I am able to also refer to God as Abba when many can't. I even had a friend once who had been abused by her own father and found it so difficult to even refer to God as he or to see him as a father because of what she had been through here on earth. One of the tendencies of religious people is to focus on things that are wrong, the darkness over the light, so to speak. Many times we hear the community of those who call themselves Christians talking against the people of this world or their government or what is happening with them or what detestable people that one particular group is, and how can they call themselves Christians, or how can they call themselves anything? We set ourselves up as judge instead of being as Jesus was the advocate. He even said that no one judges except my Father. So when we see people who are down and out, or we see people who believe the exact opposite of what we believe, aren't we still supposed to try to love on them and to be an example of what Christianity is if we indeed are to call ourselves Christians? One thing that I know for sure is in this world, there is darkness and there is light, and we are called to be the light as Jesus was the light. And there are workers throughout the United States, throughout the Middle East, throughout the world who are spreading the light of the gospel message, not the darkness of judgmentalism or pretending to be something that we're not or especially detesting them because they're not like us. How are they supposed to act if they don't have the attributes of Christ? Well, we didn't, and didn't we act the same way before we came to Him? Why would we expect them to be or to think 
anything differently. When we know that we are one who is only saved by grace, when we know that we are simply someone who God has allowed to see his light and to not only see it, but to know his light, don't we want to spread that light to others? Don't we want to take him into this dark world? My friend, we've been given something that is so much greater than religion, and it's time to take off all of this fleshly religiosity and to simply walk with Christ, to rise up out of death, to bring the light into the darkness wherever it is, next door, in the next city, in the next state, in the next village, in the next country, wherever God calls us to spread his light. That's the heart of really what James calls pure religion and undefiled before God. That's in James 1.27. And this is to take the love that we know that we have been freely given and share it, whether we take it into a jail, whether we take it into the streets, or whether we take it into our own church. My friends, today, remove the religiosity, the pretense, the nose in the air, thanking God I'm not like one of them, and to understand we were one of them, and now we're not. God, I thank you for my friends, for my family that are listening, that just want a closer walk with you, because that's what I want as well. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.